This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome back, everybody. Our next guest is a timeless talent from that 70s show to blasting off to the future and interstellar and now a modern-day dad in his hit show, Home Economics. Please welcome someone I just love so much and think so highly of, Topher Grace. That's so good to see oh, you. Topher, I'm so happy to see you. I am the eight millionth person to come on this show and say, this is the truth, that you were the nicest human in definitely Hollywood, in the world, yeah. I see you say thank you so much on this show to people all the time. But I, I don't know if you remember this. You shouldn't remember this. But I remember this because I was pulled out of a high school play to be on 70 show. I never acted before that 70 show. And I saw you at the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. It was the first time I ever presented an award in an awards ceremony. And someone came up to me and said, hey, uh, uh, someone wants to say hi to you. I said, oh, okay. Oh, said, now Drew I Barrymore. know what you're talking said, about. Oh no, God. of course, no, now I know I what you're talking about. And you about. went on and on about how much you liked the show. Yeah, I was a and huge fan. And it was fan. genuine. It was, I, first I thought it was maybe like a Hollywood thing. And then you were citing different things I'd done on the show. And I drove home, like, whistling. I, w I was so, like, I thought, oh, my God, someone believes it. And the fact that I, I mean, you were such an icon. Like, I couldn't believe you were saying that to me. And then, and the show did hit. You're so, such a wonderful person. I'm so grateful. Oh, my grateful. God, thank you so yeah. much for saying that. Okay, so you did something that just has had me, like, all in a lather about, did you crash the Academy Awards? Yeah, right. So uh, how did you do that? My, I've been when I was invited, but before I went, I was still at USC, and USC used to be right across the street. Shrine, from, yeah, from the right shrine across auditorium. from the Shrine Auditorium, which the Academy Awards was at for decades. And we were like up drinking on a uh, parking garage. Yes, thing that looked I already love this story. And my buddy goes, "I bet if we just drove a limo in tomorrow, just got in that limo line, we could just hop out of the car." and walk in. And I was like, yeah, there, that's me. <laughs> oh my God, you are a baby! Oh my God, you are a true little tiny baby. That's Look like that baby face. two months before I started that 70s show. We couldn't even it afford- like two months before you hit puberty. <laughs> it's one and the same, one and the same. But I, we got in the limo, we pulled up, we got out of the car, waved, everyone in the audience goes like, whoa, like who? And by the time they, knew that they didn't know who we were. We got in there and we were on the red carpet. We saw Tyra Banks, which is a big deal for us. And then we saw you. Oh! <laughs> was it the year I had the daisies in my hair? Yeah, you had, I know you got a big thing for, yep. I 
love it so much, Budway. Good for you. Thank you. That is, that's the kind of spirit that speaks to me. I love that moxie. That actually dovetails perfectly into something I also have to ask you about, which is this text chain with Tom Cruise and Meryl Streep. Topher, spill it all. Tell me everything. Well, look, we've been looking for a project, the three of us. No, we, um, <laughs> I like was bored. It was a pandemic. I stole my wife's phone and I made fake texts where I'm like, <laughs> this isn't actually from Meryl Streep, I should say. Um, where she's just talking about how much she loves my acting and Tom Cruise is t and I did one from uh, Daniel Day-Lewis where he's like, teach me, like teach me your ways. Like I want to learn how to be a good actor. So wait, do you go in your wife's phone and like create a contact? Yeah. Because <laughs> it looks legit. I love yeah. this. Okay, so if you were to text Meryl Streep in real life, what would you say to Meryl? Um, oh my God, you're the greatest of all time. Sorry for texting you. And Tom Cruise? I'd say, uh, take it down a notch, dude. You're gonna die. <laughs> so we don't need all these stunts. Like, you can use your stunt double. Now, um, your friend Ashton Kutcher became literally my marker to all my friends. I was like, if any of you ever put me on that show, Punked, I will never speak to you again. Because it is, it's like, I, you know what I hate in life? As much as I'm like a scrappy cat, I do not like gotcha moments. <laughs> don't let me work my entire life to be a good person and then nail me in a corner true, 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 by true. poking me like an animal and then going, oh, that's who she really is. We knew, we knew it, that it's fake. She's not a good person, she's a jerk. But I do love Ashton Kutcher. Nothing against him, but boy, that show really scared me. Well, then you're gonna hate this. Ashton, come on out. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> okay, there is a That 90 Show revival. There is, yeah. <laughs> It's starring uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, who played my mom, and Kerwood Smith, and they're great friends of mine and amazing people, and, and, and a whole new group of kids, so yeah. yeah. Okay, tell me about the show that you are now. Second season, big hit, really respected, great reviews. Oh, thank you. Home Economics. I love it. It's like, <laughs> this cast is, yeah, I really feel like I've, I was part of a dream team before, and I was, so nervous because because of COVID, I met all of them, but I hadn't been in the same room with all of us together. It's like dating or something. At first, you go, you just you can't predict it. You don't know until you show up. And the first day I went to work, I was so nervous. And then about two days in, I was driving home and I was like, just straight up cocky. <laughs> it was like the, they're so great. I was like, I don't even have to do anything. They're just my favorite group of people. Well, there is another television show that I heard you are a fan of. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I'm into The Bachelor, okay? Yes! I, I, I wasn't originally, I started dating a girl, uh, she became my wife, and she like pushed it on me. And then like a couple years into it, I started to realize like when I was out of town, I was like, well, you're not, you're not gonna watch it tonight, right? Can you like wait until, <laughs> which by the way, I, I missed uh, Women Tell All. Okay, what are you thinking prediction-wise that's gonna happen? Like, for, cause we're almost at the end of the season. I know, I, without watching Women Tell All, I'm hesitant to make any <laughs> firm predictions. Well, there is someone um, actually here that we have as a surprise for you who I think can fill in some blanks. Who? Oh, it's just the host of the show, Jesse Palmer. 
What you had in here? How are you? How are you, man? Good to see you. You just. I know. I'm not Ashton Kutcher. She just said she hates gotcha moments. That's why when like no, this is an amazing said, surprise. This is a better surprise. I was, I know, I was listen, just like your childhood, I was like drinking in a parking garage down the street here in New York. And and I heard that you were this big fan of the show. So on behalf of Bachelor Nation, I just wanted to, to stop by and say thank you, man. I appreciate would you, it. Would you, do me, you gotta do me a favor. You gotta look into the camera and say hello to my wife. I'll get so many brownie points. Say hello, Ashley Grace. Uh, she's so jealous right now. Go ahead. Ashley Grace, will you accept Topher's final rose? I also wanna say hi to my friend Wendy because we were just talking about like all of the Bachelor fantasies right now and I'm sending her videos going, Wendy, you're not gonna believe what's happening right now. But funny enough, we have to go to a quick commercial break, um, but you wanna come back because we have another insane Bachelor surprise for you. Yeah, it gets better, or bigger, or more. It doesn't get better than Jesse. We'll be right back. Okay, you guys, we are back here. With actor extraordinaire, but also a Bachelor superfan, Topher Grace, everybody. I'm happy to. I'm happy to say Jesse asked me, and I am going to be the next Bachelor. <laughs> wow, I can't. I can't believe it. Um, but also the extraordinary host of the Bachelor, Jesse Palmer, is here. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Gracing us, pun intended, with his presence. Um, okay, what is your favorite part about hosting The Bachelor? Uh, well, it's way less stressful being the host than it is actually being The Bachelor because you don't have to worry about dealing with all the drama. You don't have to deal with breaking people's hearts, calling out the wrong name at rose ceremonies like somebody once upon a time did. I don't know what's next. I cannot imagine what it's like to be The Bachelor. I, I, I really can't. Jesse, like, you know... Do you think that we could even, like, ask a Bachelor? Because we do have another surprise for Topher. We do, yeah. Listen, I mean, obviously, I was the Bachelor. It was a long time ago. You were probably just a kid when it happened. But there is someone I can think of. Who? Um, a certain Mr. Clayton Eckerd, maybe, everybody? Yes. The Bachelor now. The Clayton Eckerd, there he is! Clayton Drew. Yeah, Jesse. Drew thinks uh, it's a prank on me, but this is actually just a prank on my wife. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, Ashley Grace, correct? How, how are you doing, Ashley? <laughs> I want to shout her out as well. Oh man, Clayton, just give us a give us a hint, man. Give us a hint. <gasps> Do you want me to? You want me to wake one time if, if this happened, or blink <laughs> twice if another? I uh, listen. I I'm doing well overall. I heard you. You said you hadn't seen the women tell all. Uh, buckle up for that one. I had to do that, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Uh, are, you, are you very happy but, in your life right now? I am a happy man. Yes, I've learned a lot okay. of lessons, and uh, I'm better than I was when I came in as a human being. Clayton, for you, having you know been a bachelor and now that, or you know, being on both sides of it, I should say. What do you like best about being in the driver's seat and what's the worst thing about it? 
Oh, Jesse alluded to it. I'll start off. I always want to end on a good note. So let me start off with what was tough was the uh, lack of control. I had a little bit, but not nearly as much as kind of what I thought at times. And I had to be able to sit back and just tell myself, hey, you know, roll with the punches, do what you can, be your authentic self. And at the end of the day, if you do that, you won't look back and have regrets. Even though I made mistakes, I mean, it's so very apparent as everyone's seen. And I accept full responsibility for those actions. Uh, but with that, again, I think the best part about it is I've been able to grow as an individual. I think I had five years of growth packed into two months. And for that, I'm so very thankful. I built so many great connections. And for that, again, it's like, I'm just happy to have been able to go through it. I'd love to ask Clayton, Jesse, and Topher, um, like as a woman, if I could like hear your um, deal breakers, like what is one thing you cannot live without in a woman? What is one thing you can't live with a woman? Clayton, you start, please. A sense of humor is right there up at the top. So I look for somebody that can make me laugh on a daily basis uh, and someone that's a little weird. I like weirdness. It just makes me, again, it's unique and I, it keeps me on my toes. So that's something I look for. Uh, something that frustrates me is, uh, it's kind of just, I think, what everybody else would say as far as uh, someone who's rude or impatient, uh, something along those lines. I think under, be someone, I just want someone who's understanding and that's that's critical more than anything else. Okay, good to know, and good to know for the last three ladies. Jesse, what about you? What is like a must-have, and what's a deal breaker? Uh, I'm real big on family values, and it doesn't hurt if you make great chocolate brownies. Um, I think if um, a deal breaker for me would be if you were inconsiderate. I think for me, that that's a big one. That that would probably be it for you me. You stole mine, dude. I would actually, I would, I kind of brownies? the same thing as you. Yeah, brownies. Oh. <laughs> And but I think Topher. respect for others and, you know, what we're going on a date early on where someone was really rude to the waiter and I just <gasps> thought, like, but she was being really nice to me and I thought, that's, that's not cool. Like, mm. this person is actually serving us, you know? <laughs> like, we gotta be, it was a great telltale sign. Yeah, and a must-have? Um, everything that Ashley Grace is. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. And Jesse and Clayton, thank you so much thank for you. gracing us so with your time you so and your presence. And Topher, your amazing show, Home Economics, is every Wednesday night at 9.30 on ABC. Congratulations. It's a huge success. And I'm so happy for you because you deserve everything good in your you life. Too. And you thank just you. put out the goods and you are good. And this was so good. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be right back. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.